No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at Psalm 26, where David prays for God to examine and prove him, for he has walked in integrity. He also prays that God would redeem his life. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. You know, I was just driving in my truck the other day, and I was thankful to be able to go through these Psalms together with you. And I think part of the reason is that with everything going on in the world right now, to be able to look beyond the news and the things happening and to look to those things that are eternally true brings such great comfort and encouragement. And David was a master at doing that because he had a lot of crazy stuff going on in his life that could have just distracted him from God. But instead, he took that stuff and he brought it to the Lord in song and in praises and worship and he encouraged his own heart and by so doing he encourages our hearts as well psalm 26 is no different a psalm written by david it begins vindicate me o lord for i have walked in my integrity i have also trusted in the lord i shall not slip vindicate me what does that mean well it means give me justice and defend my reputation. David could pray this because he had walked in his integrity. Now, integrity is defined as doing the right thing when no one else is looking, although God is always looking, right? It's also been defined as being the same on the inside as what we profess to others on the outside. So it means having an undivided heart that is fully devoted to the Lord. David was known for his integrity. Just look at how he handled the situation with Saul. When David knew that he was anointed to be king, and yet, even when God delivered Saul into his hands, David would not lift his hand against the Lord's anointed. He would not make a power grab to become king. He waited on the Lord until God did it. That's a man of integrity. David had integrity. And a person who maintains integrity keeps a clear conscience. And that is one of the greatest blessings known to man, just knowing that you have a clear conscience before God and before people. Now, is it wrong to vindicate yourself when your conduct and your character are attacked? Can you vindicate yourself? It isn't wrong to vindicate yourself or to ask the Lord to vindicate you. And the reason is because vindication is not taking vengeance. Vindication is seeking justice, seeking that your good reputation is represented for what it is. But in the case where we are walking with God, if people bring false accusation against us and we are seeking justice or seeking to defend our reputation, it's not only our own name that's on the line, it's the name of the Lord whom we serve. Our vindication is for his sake as well as for our own. Verse 2, examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my mind and my heart. 
for your loving kindness is before my eyes, and I have walked in your truth. I have not sat with idolatrous mortals, nor will I go in with hypocrites. I have hated the assembly of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked. Now, David, because he was a man of integrity, could take this very bold statement, examine me before the Lord. He could say, Lord, test me, prove me, uh, show me if there's something to miss in my life. You know, that's the thing. When people accuse you after a while you start thinking well man is there any truth to this am i really all that they say that i am and the only way to really know that is to say lord search my heart you know me examine me he said prove me which is speaking of how you would prove and test a metal you take it to the assayer's office you know your gold and they would see how pure it is he's saying look prove me in that way lord put me in the fire if need be to test me and prove me and show me what I'm made of. For your loving kindness is before me and I have walked in your truth. You know, it's good when you can have such integrity before God and you're willing to come into the light and you're willing to say, Lord, search me and and know that God's going to take care of you in that way. And if there's something wrong, then he's going to show you. But you have to do that with this sense of God's loving kindness before your eyes. If you didn't know that God loved you, it would be really scary to ask him to search you and examine you. But because God's loving kindness is before our eyes continuously, it causes us to want to walk in a way that is righteous before him. And let me just say, that's a good way to start every day. Just remember the Lord's loving kindness. When you get up in the morning, rather than thinking about everything bad in the world that's going to lead you to fear and anxiety, start by just praising God for His loving kindness, His mercies that are new every morning. He said, I have walked in your truth. John the Apostle wrote to the church and he said, I have no greater joy than to know that my children are walking in the truth. And that means if you're walking in the truth, you hate lies. I have not sat with idolatrous mortals. Now, any idol is a lie. It's something that's dead, and the people were worshiping dead things. And they were dead. They were mortal because they're going to be like the gods that they worship, ultimately. As opposed to worshiping the living God in which there is eternal life. He said, I don't enter with the hypocrites. There were those in the assembly of the righteous, there were those who were like the tares with the wheat. They would come in and pretend to be righteous, pretend to love God, but it was all just hypocrisy. So he said, I'm not going to go in with them. I'm not going to have anything to do with them. I hate the assembly of evildoers. Now that's unfortunately something that is not politically correct these days to say that I hate the assembly of evildoers, but If we're going to be children of God, then we need to be imitators of God. And that means we need to love what God loves. We need to hate what he hates. And God hates evil. And he hates the assembly of evildoers because of what they do and how they hurt his people. And so David was not going to enter into that. And neither should we. Verse 6, I will wash my hands in innocence. 
So I will go about your altar, O Lord, that I may proclaim with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all your wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. So he said, I wash my hands in innocence. That is a universal symbol of saying, I am innocent. You will recall when Pilate washed his hands before the people said, I'm innocent of the blood of Christ. And the the Jewish uh, crowd said, well, let his blood be on us and on our children. But Pilate really wasn't innocent. David really could wash his hands in, in innocence and then go about the altar of the Lord. Now, we need to know something about the tabernacle because there in the tabernacle, there was the altar, which was the place that the blood sacrifices were made, and that would cleanse you, or really atone, cover over your sins in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, it speaks of the blood of Christ that washes away our sins. But then there was also in the tabernacle the, the laver, which was the the wash basin where the priests would wash their hands before they would serve the Lord. And in the New Testament, that speaks of the cleansing of the word of God. Now we need the blood of Jesus to wash away our sins, but we also need the cleansing that comes by just being in the word of God. Getting the word of God in you has a cleansing effect. And so that's the way we go about worshiping the Lord. Then he says, I will proclaim with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all your wondrous works. Once you've been cleansed through the blood and washed with the water of the word, then you are fit to declare with a voice of thanksgiving the wondrous works of God. You know, that's more what we need to do. Before we go on social media and start ranting, I would really suggest that we spend some time being cleansed by the blood, letting our hearts be purified by the word of God. And then maybe what we say will be gracious words that edify rather than just airing our opinions that tend to just bring strife. Now, David said, I have hated the assembly of evildoers, but I have loved the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Is that your heart? Do you love the habitation of of God's house? Do you love drawing near to him in his presence? Do you love being in the assembly of the righteous? Folks, if if we don't, if we don't want to be with God's people, something is wrong. Now, there's a time to be with sinners. Jesus ate with tax collectors and sinners to reach them with the good news. But our hearts should desire to be with the assembly of the righteous because that's where we have genuine fellowship in the Lord together and we edify and encourage one another. And that was David's heart, to be in the habitation of the Lord's house with the Lord's people. Do not gather my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men in whose hands is a sinister scheme and whose right hand is full of bribes. I don't want any part of their murderous intentions nor their greed. But as for me, I will walk in my integrity, redeem me and be merciful to me. My foot stands in an even place. In the congregations, I will bless the Lord. So again, David's purpose in walking in 
integrity. That takes purpose, a resolution. I think of Daniel and his three friends who purposed in their own heart not to defile themselves. And that's what we need to do, purpose in our hearts if we're going to be people of integrity. Then he said, redeem me. I remember a pastor friend of mine once said that his favorite name for Jesus was Redeemer because of the way Jesus redeems the worst parts of our lives, the worst people, and uses them for his kingdom. And then David said, be merciful to me. You know, that's what Jesus said that the tax collector said when he went before God. He wouldn't even look up to heaven. He just beat his breast and said, be merciful to me, a sinner. And Jesus said he went home justified. My foot stands in an even place. David recognized that he was standing on firm ground on the truth and righteousness of God. And therefore, I will bless the Lord. You know, when you're standing on the truth of God's word, then what you say will be a blessing to the Lord, which is amazing that we could even bless the Lord. But we will bless the Lord with lips that are bringing forth praises from a true heart, not like in Isaiah's day where God said, these people draw near to me with their mouths, but their hearts are far from me. But the praises that come from a heart of integrity, which is truly a blessing to God. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. We hope you'll join us next time on Simply the Bible.